Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke. Are the Asian men you know starting to look like feminine anime characters? Do husbands need to clamp down when their wife starts twerking? Would you like to have an abortion at a fancy restaurant? All that and more coming up. So I'm listening to the new Cut the Bull podcast. And they're talking about um, gender roles, kind of. This is an African-American panel podcast with Charles, Shamika, and Wilfred. And Shamika's awesome, so I'm just going to throw in a Shamika clip here just to get stuff rolling. When men give me a compliment, they always lead with, I hope this doesn't offend you. And it's like we've made men scared of being men. Why would it offend me if you're giving me a compliment? See, ugly women have made men second-guess themselves. First of all, you ugly, fat, out-of-shape troll, you don't get to tell a man how he gets to talk to a woman that he finds attractive or is interested in. You know, because you aren't getting these compliments, now you want to you know, decide what's right for everybody or because you like compliments from women. A lot of these feminists that came out in the 60s were lesbians, period. Some of the ones that we looked up to, you know, like Nikki Giovanni, gay. Uh, Alice Walker, gay. So, you know, these are women that, you know, we kind of looked up to in in my generation. And I'm like, wow, I had no idea Alice Walker was was, uh, dating Tracy Chapman. All I thought Tracy was doing was riding in a fast car. So Wilfred is talking about how I think feminism starting maybe, you know, back in the day and maybe through today is kind of like, you know, women can do everything that a man can do and men should, you know, be more sensitive, be more, I I don't know if that's more being like a woman, but kind of. And he mentions, uh, you know, this is not, whatever, this is something that someone might write in a book, but it's not necessarily how people really act in, how people act in real life. Like a lot of women, they actually like, you know, tough, bad boy, maybe even violent men. They just don't want men to be violent to them, but they do like violent men. Like Wilfred puts it, uh... Women are the life givers, and men are the life takers. And so, evolution, um, evolutionary psychology, genetics, etc. I mean, it backs up. It backs that up to a certain extent. Like men are much more willing to risk their lives for something. You know, go to war, for instance. I mean, you know, if you uh, if you're a soldier and you got ten kids. You can almost just go and die as far as your DNA is concerned. You've done what needed to be done, and there you go. But if you're a person who was, a, you know, this is back in the day. Nowadays, money talks, but um, somehow you were a person who avoided going to war because, I don't know, you were a pussy or whatever, or maybe you weren't stupid and you wanted to <laughs> save your own life. Apparently, you didn't get laid as much and didn't have as many kids. So, the men who risked their lives and died actually had more kids than the men who did not risk their lives and, I guess, lived. So, I don't know exactly what it means to be manly. I'm not a manly person, I'll say that. 
Anyways, they bring up an example. I guess there's some video going around. I haven't seen it. This, this must be on Black Twitter or something. Someplace I don't go. And there was a, a husband and a wife. I don't know if it was their marriage. I think they were at a marriage or a party or something. And the wife was twerking, you know, where you shake your butt, that one kind of dance. And she must have been doing it real good because it blew up, I guess, I think on Twitter. And people are like, some people are like, you shouldn't let your wife do that. You know, that's not, you are disrespecting her by not telling her to stop. And she's disrespecting you by going out and shaking her butt. And so the husband was like, who am I to tell her what to do? You know, she's a, my wife's her own person and she can do whatever the heck she wants. And the cut the bull panel, uh, they're all, they all agree that no, that ain't right. Uh, you know, a husband has a certain job to do, and he was he was shirking his duties there. I guess maybe that's why I'm not married, and I'm a cuck, because I would have said the same thing. Like, oh, she's in charge of her. She can do what she wants. Makes me think of, I uh, saw a video of some married, not a couple, I guess a foursome. And, like, the woman had three men, and she wasn't that hot. But those men were very, very strange looking, you know, I mean, not just nerds, not nerds like, oh, you're going to go make a bunch of money doing computer science, like nerds, like you are a weirdo. Anyways, I doubt they're still together today, although you never know. And who knows, maybe it was fake. Okay, let's go the other direction where we know it's acceptable. There's been many a wife has told a man to quit drinking because he was getting too drunk, so... That's definitely okay, you know, is it, if your wife's getting too drunk and she's twerking too much, dancing on a pole or whatever, pole dancing, is it okay for the husband to tell her to stop? Uh, I think we're going to have to say that yes, that is okay. You know, equality of the sexes. So I think a lot of what these people are saying about what it means to be a man is that you, whatever, you stay with your woman and you take care of your kids. I mean, which is great. And I bet people who listen to their podcast were already doing that, you know, so it's kind of preaching to the choir. Like, you know, I don't know if this kind of telling people how they should act really makes people act differently. But I guess on the other hand, what else are you going to do? Then they're talking about abortion. Sounds like, anyways, some of them are pro-life, I think. I think Shamika is. Anyways, so she throws up a interesting point with a stat. She's like, you know, if you wanna if you wanna have abortion rights, you know, if you wanna have abortion be legal, then just say, you know, my body, my choice. Don't bring up rape because apparently one percent of abortions are are the result or are because of rape. I guess her point is the majority of abortion rules should not be based on that 1%. And, I don't know, I can't get raped and pregnant, so... <laughs> Once again, I'm a cuck. I really I really can't uh, just jump in here and tell people what to do. I think it's because I don't want anyone ever telling me what to do, so I have, I have trouble telling other people what to do. I just like to... I like other people to tell me the facts, and so I like to tell other people the facts. Jeez, Shamika does not hold back. So she says, first off, she's had an abortion. Like, she knew exactly what she was doing when she had that unprotected sex. 
it wasn't a surprise. And, uh, and then she had an abortion. I don't know if it was within the first six weeks. And then she mentions she's the product of rape. So apparently her dad raped her mom and there was no abortion. And now here she is. Once again, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about that. All right, so Wilford breaks it down. Um, rape, incest, and life of the mother is 1.2% of tubal pregnancies. I don't know what tubal means. All right, Shamika's internet connection is cutting in and out, but I just got to throw a little bit more of her in here. She's just so funny and awesome. No, I, I was just thinking when you were talking about not being able to criticize black women, I could see the, episode, the, the part in The Color Purple where Sophia came marching through the cornfield and she was knocking, you know, the corn to the side and she got to Miss Seeley and she goes, you told Hoppo to beat me. And I just feel like, not literally, but I think it's really just time to start slapping down black women because first of all, if you're that smart, why are you alone? Why are you fuck ups if you're this these great people, you know? And I just think it's really time to start putting women in their place. You know, I guess I'm laughing because I didn't vote for Biden, but you know, it's time to start us in you know, and I think that women, we, we don't know our place. And I just thought about that when, when he was talking. Like, I can't criticize black women. And they, we are out of control. When you see these videos, uh, they're in nice restaurants and they're twerking on the tables and, you know, fighting. And having abortions. Having abortions. In the restaurant. Right, you know, with legs propped up on the table, you know, the waiters having to pull the baby out, you know, it's like, it's time for somebody to, to rein us in, you know, and so that just came to mind, you know, it's, it, you know, when, when Harpo went to uh, Miss Seeley, she said, beat her. So that's what I'm telling the men today, beat her. <laughs> no, I agree with you, you know, I think. Uh, people hate saying black on black crime, but still, it's been a year since my best friend's son was murdered. Uh, he was 15 years old. He was killed by another black person, and black people were out there. They saw it. No one will tell, although they know who it is. And so, you know, of course, had this been a white police officer that shot him, you know, the city would have been burned down. But yeah, that's we just silly. so many people being killed around here and nothing's done. Have you all seen Chicago last week? Did you all see Chicago? Oh, yeah. I think, I think nine kids under 10 got shot this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So that last bit was... Uh... They had pivoted to uh, what they think the black community should do to, uh, whatever, make the community better. And they were saying that uh, even if whites are racist, even if every white person you meet is a racist, you got to uh, take care of yourself. You got to take care of your own business. I mean, that's what they say. Uh, I mean, they don't think every white person is racist, but apparently if every one of them was, you still got to take care of your own business. Anyways, I'm not sure that's... You know, telling people to pull up their pants doesn't make people pull up their pants. I'm not, I don't know what to do. It ain't super easy. I'm support, I, you know, I support a universal basic income because I'm a 2010 socialist. Sorry, 2010 liberal with socialist ideas. So I guess I'll just add that, as I've said before, America is the least racist country on the planet. 
And I think it's actually devastating to lie to people and tell them that everyone is against them when they're not. It, it's counterproductive, I think, monumentally counterproductive. One other thing that's brought up in this uh, conversation, and boy, I heard it, I heard it, just heard it from someone else the other day, is they're talking about how the black community was, you know, that it was at its best in uh, about 1960, like from 1880 to 1960, it just got better and better and better and better, and then peaked in 1960. And you know, the 60s is when the Civil Rights Act came in. Uh, whatever. I don't want to go into that, but make of it what you will, I guess. But uh, I can't remember who was talking about it, but someone was living in Washington, D.C. It might have been Matt Iglesias. I don't know. He's pretty woke. Um, and like he lives in a neighborhood that used to be a well-to-do black neighborhood like up until about 1960. And whoever it was that, you know, this is some white person, some rich white person, because D.C., I think, is like catching up to San Francisco and Manhattan is the richest place in America. And he was asking some like old school, long term residents, uh, you know, what do they think happened? Why, why is this a rich white neighborhood now? You know, what was the, you know, and I think, who knows, in the 80s and early 90s, I'm sure it was crazy crime murder capital. And he asked them, what do they think uh, caused the turn for the worse? And apparently, they all said integration. And I've heard that before, but like I say, I just, I just heard that twice in the last couple of weeks, basically. If you say 1960, that's about the time you're talking about, integration time. Um, and boy, what do you use with, it, with that information? I don't know. But I mean, currently, the answer to that is you suppress that information like crazy anyone who brings it up is obviously a racist and and if we ever get to the point where we uh, actually want to help people instead of falsely accusing other people um you know what do you do with that information i'm not entirely sure it's it's pretty crazy it might lead to you know it's counterintuitive it's counterintuitive so we probably need a counterintuitive solution as far as that stuff goes okay uh, i guess here's my thoughts on this feminization of men and stuff like that uh like i say i'm a 2010 liberal all of my friends um are either 2010 liberals or they are long-haul trump derangement syndrome white people i mean everyone's white pretty much everyone's white and uh they don't really see this the feminization of men and whatnot as a problem so I'm going to say if it is a real problem that actually exists, it only exists in certain communities. I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe Asians are having a... Asian men are getting super feminine. I don't know. Actually, China just passed a law saying you can't dress up like... Uh, what is it? K-pop. Korean pop singers. Because they wear too much makeup and are too feminine. But anyways, American Asians, I don't know. I guess I'll just say that I've heard black commentators say this thing before so i don't know if it's true i don't know i don't have any stats like that's the thing i've never heard anyone bust out any good stats on this other than you know single parent household boys are raised by single moms and don't have good life outcomes anyways other than that i haven't heard any stats so we'll just leave it at that i guess